Pocky Kelly beat cancer the day before her husband, Brian, became the head coach at Central Michigan. Months after becoming the head coach at Cincinnati, she had to beat breast cancer again, all while raising three young kids. Her Catholic faith played a big role in Pocky getting through all of that. She opens up about it all and shares some great stories about how her and Brian first started dating and the great work her Kelly Cares Foundation is now doing in Michiana. Here's Focus on Faith with Pocky Kelly. All right, Pake, I want to start off by asking you about last Friday, uh, senior night for for Kenzel at at St. Joe. I know the season has not gone the way uh, any of you guys would like, but, you know, your youngest kid having a senior night, having being able to go on the field, both you and Brian being there. What did last Friday night mean to you guys? I think it's like special, like any other set of parents, you know, that there's your for me, that's my youngest. And, you know, that's like kind of wrapping up the whole uh, they're all flying off uh, in their, their world and, and, and developing into great human beings and, and adults. But um, it, it does have a, like a closure. I guess it's kind of like putting that last kid on the bus as a kindergartner, you know. <laughs> um, but it, it, it really, I'm really proud of those kids on the team because, like you said, this season has probably not gone the way they wanted it to. Kendall's walked off that field the last three or four weeks that I'm just waiting for. Ugh, you know, and he's come back and just said, you know what, here's what we did better this time. Really positive. So I'm really proud of the fact that he's pulling that as a, as a life experience because sometimes you just can't control all the factors. Pocky Kelly joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays, our focus on faith segment. Was uh, was faith a big component for you growing up in your household? Yeah, very much so. Um, I'm one of we're a Catholic family of six girls. Um, my dad has, has passed away in 09, but you know he was from New York and my mom's from Madrid. So born and raised a Catholic and um, did all the you know sacraments up through marriage and I'm living the dream. And, and is that something you've passed on to your kids as something that's been a big part of, of your family now? Yep, very much so. Um, as we've kind of gone through, you know, we've done a few moves in our time and yeah. uh, with that sometimes they were in a public school and sometimes they're in a, in a private school. Um, but in the end, really community-based and, and faith-based in terms of um, what's important and what's what's really an expectation or an understanding and and we've we're pretty wide open like we're not a closed box kind of uh family and you know so it's really easy for them to discuss like my i love the fact that my kids would come home and say well what what about what do you think of this mom and i you know they're always the hard questions that you get in religion classes but you still have to talk about them because i think that's part of their development and kind of reaffirms your own pocky kelly the wife of notre dame football coach brian kelly joining us Uh, do you get sick of hearing that like the qualifier on your name you can say it you're in good shape (laughs) (laughs) um you know you guys are obviously very much in the spotlight uh being you know surrounded with Notre Dame football and everything like that but that obviously wasn't always the case what's tell us the love story of Brian and Pocky Kelly how did you guys meet okay so um like I met him actually so I worked in financial aid at Grand Valley State and I was a new hire in, in, two, in 89. I think he'd already been there a couple years. And so because I was a new hire, I was the one who had to come in on Saturday mornings for recruiting. <laughs> but the first time I actually, I think he was um, defensive coordinator, the first time I actually um, saw him speak in, at this recruiting Saturday. And, um, you know, I listened to him like, hey, he's, he sounds like he's got a good story here. You know what I mean? And he was just selling the, um, the program there. Um, and then you fast forward uh, about a year or so, and then he's the head coach. And um, so we end up, he ends up calling me, or he 
ask somebody in my office if I was dating anyone. And they came down and said, so-and-so was wondering. And n- not five minutes later, he's rang my phone at my office. So um, that's kind of how the date started, and we've been going since then. You, you guys were married about 10 years, I think, and all three kids were born, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick, Grace, and Kenzel. Brian's doing great in his coaching career, uh, starting to rise up, yep. and then all of a sudden, boom, breast yep. cancer. Yep. Um, how did you discover it? So um, I actually discovered it by going to my first mammogram and it really wasn't considered to be cancer at that time they just thought it was like an anomaly in terms of a you know we're just going to keep an eye on it and if it gets bigger we're gonna come back in six months and look at it just to make sure but I didn't wait till six months I'm like telling Brian this happened in December and I went in April late April I said I think it's getting bigger so then we checked it out mid-May that appointment did a biopsy on it and they said it, the cells came back atypical they just did like a, a, a draw with the cells so rather than worry about it we just did a lumpectomy and said let's just get it out and then we don't have to worry about it so then we did and then two weeks later the biopsy from that lumpectomy came back and then I was a cancer patient so then the whole we had to go back for clear the margins from the surgery and then we started chemo and then that was over in October, and then we started uh, radiation, which was over the 31st of December. It wasn't that long after that that Brian got the job at Central Michigan, right? It was the next day he announced it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like I think my I think if I looked back on the calendar, I think my last um, radiation treatment was the 31st, and I think he announced like the first or the second of January. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's all going down. How how difficult was that whole period? Because you also are a mother of three pretty young kids. Yeah. I think the hardest part was, um, you know, like we, we had a, a game plan and whatnot. It, it was hard for me to go into work. I was teaching high school chemistry at the time, um, and I really loved it. Um, but I didn't feel like I could. I was worried, actually, about getting sick with going through chemo and getting sick sick then you have to go to the hospital because you don't have any white blood cell count for a while and and i wouldn't think it fair to, for my students to be gone back and forth so i just said i'm just going to stay down until the treatment's over and come back in the next semester so that was that plan so i was really something that grounded me was and don't laugh at this but i tell the story and i can barely keep a straight face the only thing that was being normal in my life at that time was Brian's schedule, which is not very... That is kind of crazy. It's kind of ridiculous that that was, that was grounding for me. Um, I mean, I, I got to enjoy some good weeks when I wasn't sick during chemo with the kids that I would have, you know, the opportunity I would have missed if I was working. But, um, you know, we went through that whole, that whole time and they actually, that time that I was sick, we won the national championship again. So um, I had a, a great deal of support from my family and friends. Um, and I was really blessed in the fact that I didn't have any of those auxiliary problems that you have during chemo. So, you know, my one sister goes, I don't feel like we're doing enough. I go, well, pray to God that we're not, because if, if I'm calling you, it's because I'm in the hospital, you know, with a, some kind of infection that I can't fight off. How did uh, your faith help you through that? You know, sometimes you just have to know that there's a reason for it. But I And I look back, and I think I'm pretty open-minded and know that there's a reason and it's always bigger than our understanding and you go back in life and you think well you know like i'm going to give you an example during this time a friend of mine was in between jobs had just um changed over and was looking for another physician and she's the one who ends up taking me every tuesday to chemo 
Hmm. You know what I mean? So those are the things that line up and you think, boy, and I'm sure in her life, you, so you isolate her. It's like, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this right now and this is not good for me. I need to get out of this you know, line of work right now. And she did. And then opened up that help to me. So I think God works on all those ways and it overlaps for those reasons. Pocky Kelly joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays, our focus on faith segment. All right, so, so you beat cancer, mm-hmm. and but you weren't out of the woods yet because just a few years later, you get a second bout of it. So my, actually two years later, so I was an anomaly. You know, there was no genetic or anything knowledge in our family that anyone had any problems. And I'm one of six girls. And the first five are six years apart. So we're a boom, boom, boom Catholic family there. And um, two and a half, not even two years later, my sister who's three years older than me gets breast cancer. Mm. And they decide before they decide on what treatment she was gonna have done, they did a gene test on her. And once they did her, uh, she ended up being a BRCA1. And then for the rest of us, we just send it in and they bounce it up against her full full scale of uh, testing. No surprise, I was a BRCA1. So now I'm three years out of my first, you know, out of being uh, about almost three out of being um, from the first uh, diagnosis and we did everything we could do except a double mastectomy you know to keep my numbers positive and because like my youngest kid he'd only known me to be Kenzel only knew me to be sick you know he was like one when I was diagnosed the first time so I'm like yeah let's um let's see if I can make my five-year marker, you know, and sure enough, I made it to four years, nine months, you know, before I was diagnosed, which to me was, as a patient, I know no one wants to get it twice, but the reality is those numbers are true. I mean, if you're a patient making decisions based on the statistics they're giving me, they were they were dead on that I wouldn't make it. And then my choice to make a, or our choice to get a double mastectomy was really easy because I didn't want to go through chemo again. And again, you you beat cancer the the second time then, and it's not very long after that. Just a few years go by, and, and Brian's now the head coach at Notre Dame. Yep. Um. So, so can you put in perspective just how quickly life was kind of moving at that point? With you know, he was kind of bouncing a yep. little bit. Central Michigan, Cincy, Notre Dame. And then you're battling all this and three kids right there. Well, you know, it's like, do we get to choose all that? No. (laughs) And, and, you know, but that's like um, waiting to have kids till you can afford them, right? (laughs) It's a great idea. But then we wouldn't have any kids. You know, that's one of those those things that you just got to go, go, go live life. And um, I don't ever wish any kind of illness or cancer on anybody. Um, But, you know, on the faith end of it, so... If, if, if I wasn't already moved by what was given to me the first time around, the second time around, we literally had moved in over spring break, so early April. And I'm diagnosed the September 4th, which is the first season Brian's at Cincinnati. And we have people that I probably met twice on their staff, and Cincinnati's a little bit bigger than South Bend. So to get around Cincinnati, it's at least a half an hour to where I live, if you're close, <laughs> that's just from his work. and. They had people that were driving 45 minutes to drop off food to me and the kids during the season, you know, because the season had started and we really didn't have any um, foothold or any kind of people that we had for, you know, 15 years at Grand Valley when we were there, you know. So that whole, that just shows the outpour of kindness, you know, that we were, that we were blessed to have around us. And it was really, did I worry about it? No, because it, it was there, you know, and I didn't really, you know, we weren't going to get through it again. 
Pocky Kelly joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. You know, you guys, uh, you stayed out of the spotlight for for a few years, mm. it felt like, uh, when you guys first got here. And then you you really got the Kelly Cares Foundation yep. going in this community. Um, what took it to the point that, you know, you're like, okay, I feel comfortable really getting this going? Okay, so probably my first hat always is my mom hat. And like Brian and I have always said that, you know, before we had kids and even when I was um, teaching and working full time and he was doing his thing, he was always very good about, you know, I need you to come to this or, or not, you know. And I said, just let me know. if I'll, I'll try and rearrange the schedule because I was coaching, I don't know, two or three sports too, you know. So we just didn't, we didn't see each other in the evenings. Um, with that being said, you know, we were very, that's kind of always been the plan all along. And then when we had kids, you know, he's like, we can make this work. I said, you know what, I didn't, we didn't have kids to have other people deal, you know, take, I mean, not that we don't get help with our kids, but, or did, the reality is I just want, didn't want it to do the nanny thing and then I'm trying to still do my thing. I just wanted to, to take the time off and then we got sick and <laughs> so sure. there's all those things line up and they happen for a reason. And then, um, I mean, I went back to work a couple times when we were at Central Michigan. I was working there, taught some classes, worked in the financial aid. And then at Cincinnati, same kind of thing, taking some classes and do more volunteer work, bounty leader, all these funny things that people laugh at because they would never guess me as that. (laughs) I was a CCD teacher, you know. So um, anyway, with that going forward, it worked out, you know, in terms of, how those things but why did it take a couple years is because i needed to get the kids settled here and they were tougher ages when we got here you know well i've got a seventh grader fifth grader and a first you know third grader it's a little easier to tell kids what to do (laughs) they're four-year-old old old, six and and seven so pocky kelly joining us here on notre dame federal credit union's irish sports saturdays our focus on faith segment uh at the start of the year kelly Karras foundation has contributed more than $5 million to help organizations that align with your mission of health and education. You ever think it was going to get that big? You know, uh, people ask me that. Uh, people ask me initially when we got here, you know, what do you see this going to? And, I, you know, our, our goal wasn't a number, really. It was while we're here and while I, I have the opportunity to, to make a difference um, and impact people either by educating them or, you know, raising money to help Harper Cancer Institute find a cure for cancer or help. I mean, there's so many services here. I think the other, when you talk about faith, I think God put us here in Michiana because it's one of the most giving areas in the United States per capita or for, per population. And I, I saw that right away in the first year or two here. It's like, I'm seeing the same people. They continue to help other nonprofits, whether it was at our events or their other people's events. And we were really blessed to, you know, come here and be so warmly accepted and 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 help us with our passion to help other people there are a few moments along the way that just stand out for you that are like that that's why we have this foundation you know i get if you know so if you told me i was going to go into i thought i was going to go back to teaching i really loved it uh the reality is um you know i would tell people and i i would say i was a giving person before but the amount of love and um, the giving back is when people say, oh, it'll be tenfold, it really is. And when you see what the letters that we get, all, you know, and no one's gonna, you can't even share half of them because they're so private. Sure. But the reality is 
they're never from like if you were going to write me a letter it's always from your best friend or your family member writing on behalf of them it's like you have no idea how special this person is and writing i'm not kidding two and three and six pages long handwritten letters to explain to me how wonderful this person is and would it be okay would you would be willing to just share they wanted to share the love that they have for this person and then a little bit of the usually a sorrowful story that goes with it um you know and i i i write on hats and for people i've never met and may never meet but if they if they love if someone loves them that much i can write a hat and a story and a and a, and a, and a card saying you know that we're you're on our team here in, in south bend and you've got uh wings over here in South Bend and we're our Kelly care team has got you on our prayer list and are thinking of you well I mean you're a two-time cancer survivor but you still look a good 20 years younger than your husband at this point because I think that Notre Dame job has it's like being a president isn't it uh it, it ages you a little bit <laughs> um I, I'm not going to blame the job I think it's his Irish skin and I've got nice Spanish Half my skin is Spanish, so I think that olive skin really helps, especially. And he's outside all the time. I mean, the elements are part of his job, too. Uh, I want to give you a chance to just a word of advice, maybe, for women out there to the what they should do, what's the easiest path, and just a reminder that they need to go get checked. Well, I always say, and when I was sharing the story about sending letters to people, I always say, you know, you have to remember that, that faith, family, and fun is one of the ways to get through any of any of your roadblocks in life and some of those journeys that have speed bumps. Um, but I would tell them if I hadn't gone in for my, you know, what my doctor just said to go get a mammogram and hadn't acted on it when I did, I may not be here to share these stories and to help people and, and hopefully raise money and make a difference in a positive way. That's what we're really trying to do for people that need it the most when they need it the most. And we all can do that. So we can do take our time, treasure and talents and we all have some, mine is not cooking, it's here talking to people and sharing my story, which I will continue to do if it motivates people to go get a mammogram and go take care of themselves for a screening, whatever it might be, and know that you are important to somebody and, and it's important for you to take care of yourself. Pocky, thank you very much. Thank you. And it's Pocky Kelly, the wife of the head coach of the Notre Dame football, Brian Kelly, and certainly- Remarkable woman, huh? <laughs> uh, absolutely, what, what was some of your takeaways? Um, I, I think obviously the faith component and having her uh, battle through cancer, but also just the the whole fact that she's, you know, a, a mom first. And I th- thought it was interesting, too, that she was a teacher and coach as well. Um, yeah, it's just it's kind of neat. Again, that segment gets you gets you behind the scenes and you just get to see or hear or learn a, a whole different side of people. KellyCarrisFoundation.org if you want to learn more about the Kelly Karras Foundation. Uh, they also have the Pocky and Brian Kelly Comprehensive Breast Center at St. Joseph Health System in Mishawako. Uh, if you need to have a manogram checked or uh, or you know family member that you want to have over there after hearing that story, Pocky was only 36, 37 years old when they discovered the breast cancer. So uh, early and often is is never a bad thing. Um, it, you know, you could tell just firsthand from uh, what Pocky had to say about her own story and catching things early. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes, Bishop of Fort Wayne, South Bend, every Wednesday at noon for his weekly show, Truth in Charity. On each episode, he joins host Kyle Hyman to discuss key issues facing Catholics in the diocese and beyond. Then he answers questions submitted by listeners. If you would like to submit a question, go to RedeemerRadio.com slash AskBishop. 
Truth and Charity with Bishop Rose is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives by providing products and services that save them money. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it away to our members' favorite charities. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.